Hi everyone, welcome to Unjustified True Beliefs, the podcast in which we talk about our beliefs and we try to validate them using philosophy, psychology and maths. Today we are discussing a topic which is, it's a big part of my life, 80% of my weekday goes into work and the remaining part or the 20% is my life and we are all trying to find the optimum balance between work and life and if it even exists. So moving to Shruti, do you think you have a work-life balance in your current role? I'd say to a great extent, largely I do have work-life balance. I think if I were to define work-life balance, I would like to me, like if I add in my life, there are a couple of things I would add. One is just uh, my personal time in terms of uh, probably spending time on my relationships, my friends and things of that nature. And I think the second thing I would say is your growth for example like non-work oriented growth you might have other areas of interest how much your work allows you to be able to pursue those interests along with your job now with the current one year i would say because we are working from home it provides an extra flexibility in terms of when you can work your presence is not needed say from that nine to five itself as long as you can get the work done you have different times of the day to get different things done Whereas in like a normal uh, job, like a year ago, my weekdays are filled like those standard, probably when I, if I wanted to pursue even other activities, maybe they are, most of them would be more favorable to be pursued during that time of the day, which flexibility was something that I would not have had. Uh, maybe in this second area, I would say that definitely there's scope for more improvement, but uh, I'd say I'm fairly satisfied with the work-life balance I have today. That's good. And um, like, is it normal in your industry to achieve this kind of work-life balance or especially in your role to have that kind of work-life balance? So I, I say that uh, currently I moved on an organization. So from the last six months, I'm still, I would say, ramping up to the role. Now, in terms of overall, I think it's a choice definitely in the industry that I am in. Uh, I work as a product manager and I think to a large extent you can shape how much work you want to take. So having said that, it is not that you are continuously demanded to work all the time, but there would be bouts where probably for three months you're working really hard because you have something that you want to put out there. So that definitely happens. Uh, But it's not like maybe let us say it's a service let us say if you are in a service industry where you have a new client every couple of months and it could be very demanding throughout i wouldn't say that uh, in my industry that's very prominent that you work 15 hours a day for the entire year that's probably not something that happens very often that's pretty good to hear i mean i'm, I'm sure we have people uh, which who represent the service sector and working in consulting or another departments of where we have to work with the client or work for uh, you know, a group of organization to to support a cause. So uh, def- definitely the the environment you are in or the ecosystem you are in provides the flexibility of choosing your scope of work and managing your time and like you know you know to prioritize your time better uh, and going after the most fruitful things. But it will be totally different. And we'll hear from other panelists on the on the podcast today. How do they structure their time, and how do they achieve their work-life balance? So, moving on to Karthik, which uh, can you tell us about the industry you're in, and do you feel that you have you are able to achieve the work-life balance? So, yeah, I would say I'm very fortunate in the sense that I worked at 
three companies so far and all of them have had tremendous work life balance i my current place has excellent work life balance and i would say it's probably the busiest i've been so you can imagine how it was at the past two places i've worked so um it was but yeah um for me like work life balance would is essentially just uh, the fact that you can compartmentalize your day into and not have even if you and not have to even think about like if your work pressure is not bad enough that even if they encourage you to stop working at 5 and you're still thinking about work after 5 in my case 9 to 5 uh, then that's not good work life balance if you're stressed about work so so then yeah um i don't have that and i i would say that is good work life balance for me so this week probably we have something called an on point schedule where you have to respond to incidents that come up and do any administrative tasks for a week and this week it's been busy for me because you are supposed to respond to pages at whatever time so i've been getting bugged at 3 am at night every day i've been on this schedule but other than that it's been great so far so when you say there is a 9 to 5 it's is it actually yeah. 9 to 5 or is it like yeah 9 to 5 for the courts yeah oh yeah I, that's exactly what i'm talking about right like i don't want it to be in courts like i want it to be compartmentalized mm-hmm. but yeah it uh like i want i don't want it to bleed out into beyond 5 or before 9 so that's sort okay, of so stuff so when once you move out of the office or let's say when, when uh, in the current uh, circumstance you turn off your laptop for the day you don't have to open it until you get a call from a manager to do something okay so yes. that's and that is what you defined as a exactly or if and that happens also, very rarely that's really good to hear now moving on to momita Sorry, yeah. who is currently studying as well as working uh is it difficult for you to achieve the work life balance and do you think this is actually possible uh, with managing your studies as well as your uh, work so i look at it a little differently uh, because of the situation that i'm in right i have a corporate work and then i have school work and then i have non school and non work work also right so i kind of even in work i have you know divided it into me work and then non me work meaning a time i get to do stuff that i really want to do and time where i'm dragged into doing things uh, because somebody else wants me to do that and i i know it's it's not a i mean it's difficult in a corporate world right because usually you are working for someone else and and indirectly chasing their targets and their goals right uh, but i am pretty fortunate because uh, i mean my team in work uh, corporate work is pretty okay with me saying no to things that i don't want to do right so that gives me a lot of time to kind of focus on the goals that i want to help people chase or that i want to choose so what i'm trying to say is i have a lot of opportunity to actually pick and choose my battles so so i'm very fortunate that way i usually start my day early like at around 5:30 am so i i try to get you know four hours or three hours to myself just to finish off you know working out or whatever and just a little bit of studying and then i i get into uh, working for other people's goals so 
So that kind of works fine for me, but I, 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 I'm probably one of those fortunate people who are allowed to uh, say no to things and choose goals or choose projects that I'm allowed to, which is why I, it's, it's not that stressful, but I'm, I'm not a very uh, firm believer in, you know, over compartmentalizing things because I think that that makes me anxious. Like if, if I like personally, when I've ended up comfort, comfort my mentalizing my work or my day too much, I've ended up feeling very stressed out because I, I'm still struggling with time management. So pretty often I don't get things done in the two hours that I have set for myself. And then, yeah, it, it just causes a lot of anxiety, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I think I'm pretty much, yeah. Okay. With the choices and the opportunities. So for you, um, the quality of the work matters more than finishing it in a limited amount of time. Is that your usual approach to life? My approach is it's very important to have, have like a upper bound, right? It doesn't mean that if you're stuck on something, you're going to keep working on it for five hours, but, uh, it's good to have an upper bound, but it's also very important to understand the priority because let's say I have an example exam tomorrow. I will, I mean, I have to accept it that to crack that exam or to do a decent job on that exam, I will have to end up spending a little more time, right? So, so knowing the priority and then kind of shifting things a little bit, but having an upper bound is very important for me. And that's, that's how I work best. And uh, yeah, so not strict deadlines. I mean, have a deadline, but also know what the priority is, accept it, and then kind of move on. That's that's my the way I roll. That's pretty good that you have a organization where you uh, can choose your work, as you say, and they are very understanding of your situation right now that you're studying as well as working. So they give you the flexibility yeah. to you know take the tasks yeah. which are which we can integrate I, in your life i think my organization allows me to achieve work-life balance more than i do because there, there will be times <laughs> when i will end up wanting to do more and then i'll have people tell me that don't do more don't do less just do what you're asked to do i don't know maybe it comes mm. from a place of ego or, or from a place of you know what are they going, going to think i'll have to do the work for five people to be to feel like you know they're going to recognize me or think i'm credible so I think those are just hmm. mind-made things that we keep doing. Uh, but but I do all of that and no one asks me to, you know, not do more or not do less. Yeah. So uh, there are two points. One point which uh, Shruti mentioned about is it uh, your own choice and you also mentioned about, you know, your your own, uh, you know, your ego coming in or do you you're thinking that I need to perform and I need to deliver and I should be working X amount and my like my colleagues are working Y amount. So I need to, you know, cover up the gap. Uh, so is it, we'll come to that section where we talk about, is it self-inflicted? It's a choice we are making on a daily basis of how much we want to contribute in an organization or should we take it more relaxed and slow and see how things pan out over the long run? We'll, that we'll definitely get into that point. But before that, let me ask Abhijay, who's currently pursuing his PhD, and it's a completely different, uh, you know, situation he is in as compared to the rest of us who are working in a in a job setting. So, are you uh, Abhijay? Are you able to integrate or achieve this work life balance with your, uh, you know, academic uh, obligations? 
So currently these days I am because I have spent around like three years in academia now, uh, one year as a master's student and I transferred to a PhD program. So I've spent two years in the program now. So I would say in the beginning, it's difficult because you are also taking courses along with your research work. And that is the phase where you are handling or multitasking and trying to do many things at once. Um, I have also spent two years at a medium-sized company in India. And then I've also worked at a startup for about 10 months. So comparing my current work-life balance with my previous work experience, I would say in academia, the amount of work is the same. You just need to choose between which tasks you need to prioritize upon and finish first. Uh, and uh, one thing that I've really learned while uh, being a PhD student is that focus is the most important thing. And if you are able to focus on one thing and able to understand which things are more important than others, then you you are able to maintain that work-life balance. Uh, so I would say over time with experience, I have been able to understand like how to maintain a work-life balance, although it goes for a toss every now and then. And sometimes I also procrastinate a lot, which leads to uh, piling up of work and doing things at the last minute. But I would say uh, life is not easy and the grass is not greener on the other side. It is. It completely depends on you how much work you have taken up. And yes, so it, it, it is at the end of the day, uh, a choice for you to, uh, like, which you make with work-life balance in academia also. One thing which is coming out of all the discussions so far is it's really important to prioritize and focus on the right things. And if you are able to do that, then you can achieve the work-life balance that you talk about. With this, uh, we are moving on to the second segment of the podcast which is the open discussion forum and in this i want to ask you you all work in tech jobs and uh, you know in, in other service related areas have you ever faced a time in, in in your professional career where you feel that you're burned out or it's difficult to find the balance between work and life and especially in the current COVID times we live in and we are all working from home it's very difficult to define those boundaries or those transition events where we let go of the work and now we are in our family time or you know our, our own personal time so how are you trying to achieve that work-life balance and have you ever experienced a burnout event in your career and how have you transitioned over it couple of big questions anybody uh, wants to pick that up yeah I don't know if I can call it like a major burnout. Uh, I think uh, at one, ironically, it was during an internship. I think more than amount of the work, uh, I think at that time, the problem was the fact that the organization was not being reasonable. I think there was a lot of time that could have been taken out of our plate. We were doing things which were not needed, but just for the sake of doing it because they needed us to have that schedule that was fixed for eight hours every day so how it worked was we had a fixed eight hour schedule 
we were also doing another 6 hours of college work and we had every 2 weeks of exams to take for these uh, internship period that we had and this were, was supposed to lead us to a job so our weekdays were anyway filled with their fixed schedule that they had provided us and the weekends would go in actually prepping for these exams because we had to also ace those tests to be a part of the program so now this 8 hour schedule in a lot of places was just repetitive could have been avoided because uh, but they just would not budge because they needed to keep us busy at that time we even went to the point of going to the vp at an interns level that hey this is not cool that we, we should some of these things can just be removed so i think that frustration of you know the company and another party being unreasonable and just uh, not taking your voice i think was what caused the biggest issue there for me more than the fact that the amount of work that it just didn't feel important i think some of you guys touched up on the fact that the nature of the work and what you're working also makes it important so because i remember at that time thinking that hey i don't want this job if it is like this because that was a job we were trying to get to for an year and at that point i was like it's cool if you don't give me the job i'm okay with it but the job was amazing by the way so the next 3 years i was with that organization and it has the best work life balance it was just during this internship where they did what they did so it got better because the work just got better like the environment got better it didn't come to a place wherein uh, you know i had to do a lot of things it the organization itself changed because i transitioned to a full time employee yeah i i i think i was also in that same program as shruti and i i uh, relate to some of what she said but for me my burnout has usually happened because i have ended up doing something funny so i'll i'll give you three examples one is uh whenever i have caffeine i end up raising my hand for every project or anything that is you know running in the organization so let's say there's some announcement and i'll have one shot of caffeine and then i'll be like okay i'm going to do all 10 of those and then the caffeine is going to wear off and then i'm going to have a crash and that's when i i feel burnt out because how am i supposed to take i mean i can't i mean there's a reason why there are 20 people in a team so that you know different people can work on different projects but this female has ended up you know on a dopamine rush or high or whatever and ended up taking all those things so so that is self inflicted that i have done the second uh, time when i have felt burnt out is when i was on a pto which is a paid time off uh and i had my messenger from work active so there would still be pings and and emails coming from work and i i was on a leave so i didn't have to open that app on my phone and go through it but you know fear of missing out or fear of i don't know for insecurity maybe i had to open it and and go through it which again is self inflicted because they've clearly given you an opportunity to take time off but you've ended up bringing it on yourself so i have done things like this uh where i don't know i was probably dealing with some in form of insecurity or some kind of uh thing internally and i have caused this burnout and that's usually when i burnout when i end up you know taking more than i can and uh, just to prove something which or just to look good rather than feel good so whenever i try to do something to look good and not to feel good i have ended up burning out and that's not just in work it's even happened in school it's happened at home and yeah that's that's my story of burnout 
so I I've seen my my father. He is, he was in the army, and he I've seen his work life, and I've seen many different phases of my work life. Uh, and I've also met couple of my friends who are currently in the defense forces. So my go-to strategy for dealing with a burnout is that I would start calling up my friends, uh, try and like start catching up with them, uh, uh, like spend some family time. Uh, also, uh, like try try and get to know more about what's happening in other people's lives, uh, and it actually, uh, and that is that is the way I try to interact. with that is the time when i when i'm trying to interact with everyone and but with my friends who are in the defense forces they don't uh, i don't think they have that um uh, luxury of of you know connecting with people um, when uh, when they actually need it because let's say someone is posted in a remote location uh it's very hard to get a signal uh in those kind of setting in in that kind of a setting and uh most of the times when i when i call up my friends uh, and they pick up they are only able to like my friends who are in the defense forces they are only able to talk for like 5 minutes 10 minutes at max and then they are always like oh i've got something really important to uh handle and there's like people talking in the background and there's like a lot of uh important uh, or urgent need of something or a task needed to be done so they are, they always hang up they're like okay i'll talk to you later uh and like have fun so uh i feel i i feel privileged by uh just thinking about the fact that when i when i am burnt out then i have that privilege to talk talk to people and connect with people around me and uh, i i just felt happy about that i agree with uh, most of the things that you said abhijay and i think that's uh, that's a good thing that you do uh, when you want to handle uh, stressful situations or burnout whatever you want to call it so just a couple of things that i wanted to add and uh, personally what i do I, i don't know it may apply to some of you maybe it wouldn't uh but since uh so whenever i see something an probable i mean whenever i see a possibility of a burnout like like for example let's say i have some exams or assignments pending uh, in school and i have a lot of work right in my uh, 9 to 5 or 8 to 4 maybe in my case uh, situation i make it a point to kind of inform my people around me like i stay with my husband right now but maybe you stay with your friends or your roommates or uh, your sister i i don't know whoever you live with i think it's also very important to kind of let people know uh, that this is what you're going to be dealing with the the entire week or for the next two weeks so that there's no surprise in your personal relationships because i i i think it's not nice to uh suddenly take people for granted and just to put them through a battle that you are uh dealing with so i i try to inform people in my case my husband that okay this is what is happening and just to keep that communication transparent 
and that way we know what to expect from each other i mean firstly expectations i don't like expectations and i think that causes a lot of unrealistic uh mind made thinking and thoughts right so but but letting people know or even letting your parents know that okay you will be kind of out for a few days so you may not be able to do that 9 pm call to india that particular week can be a good way of uh, handling some of the burnout because while it's very nice to talk to family and friends sometimes if you put a deadline even on that that you have to speak to your friends or your family at, at this particular point when you do have an assignment to take care of can also cause burnout or anxiety at least to me so so keeping it transparent and and open with people you live with i think has helped me to handle burnout just for to uh, wrap this podcast with this final question how do we we all spoke about our own strategies our own work um, environment and the like the situation we are in so do you think it's a lot self inflicted work life balance mishap with people who are not able to balance it better or is it a function of the industry you are in that you cannot achieve work life balance even if you try your hardest i think it's very hard to generalize that uh, whether it is inflicted or is it because of the industry because i think we discussed that there are several factors like also i think someone of you brought out that uh, working 8 hours is like not having a balance for someone working 15 for someone is not having a balance so i think it we can only probably speak for like self in terms of whether your why is your work life balance not being created is it because of the choices you are making or is it because of you know it's inflicted by somebody i think in terms of handling it i would say that uh, it is once i identify that if it is self inflicted it is about understanding how you can like remove some of those aspects of your life i think one of the things that momo told was like talking to your family and managing that work life balance i think that's definitely one thing you all should do the other thing is going to the source of it like rather than managing it actually if you if that is an option where you can understand why you know that is something that is happening like in my case for example um, now i mentioned about the time in the internship i think the primary issue that i had at that time was uh, not enjoying what i was doing and not understanding why this is something that needs to be done not being not getting a sense of understanding on that so i'll either try to one thing is just prioritize better for myself and if it is coming from a senior upper management or something of that sort now the first thing is like try to have a conversation with them i know that that's not something that can easily be done in a lot of situations but where it can be done i think managing at the source is important like try to first get that done and like have a conversation or in my case i think if i understand the cause and if it is something like that i've had several times in my career where i had to put in a lot of effort but that does not bother me because that's something that i you know agree and i think i'm motivated towards too so but in the event where i'm not i think i would do that first where i would try and go to the source and understand what is the problem there and in my case wherever whenever again i think work life balance is something only few realize right when i've also overworked i thought it was self inflicted in my time for the most part of it it was self inflicted but i can't say that for others it wouldn't be fair to say for organizations or industries where it is not self inflicted to say that hey it's you who's doing it it's not the industry 
I agree with Shruti. Like this, uh, not l- seeing the purpose of what you're doing was is definitely affects work life well. Like if someone's working on us on their own startup, then they're working really hard. They won't mind working a little late. But if you're working on something that you don't agree with, you do you don't see a purpose with working even an extra later will be like my work life balance is messed up. But the other thing that I did so basically yeah uh, it's constructs that we create in our own head right and the other thing that i whenever i've felt like my work life balance was thrown off uh, or thrown off balance i guess was when um, i had the imposter syndrome and i felt like i was in- inadequate and then i was like i need to work harder if i need to be on the same level as my peers like there is no so i would push myself and often it would turn out that my peers or my seniors would understand that hey i'm learning the ropes and they would understand that i should be given some leeway but i would not give myself the leeway to fail so i would push myself to the point of exhaustion or something so that is probably my uh reasons for why my work of work life balance is thrown off course really good point there and this goes this echoes the point which momita made about mind mind made obstacles and uh, which is driven by our own insecurities and obsession uh, with the future so thanks a lot guys this was uh, a really important discussion and we definitely uh, a lot of people need to hear this to understand why things are happening how things are happening how they can use the tools of prioritization or talking and good communication to balance their work life uh, more uniformly and achieve that state where you are happy and motivated uh, for a for a sustained period of time and not get bur- burned out uh, during this process 